Welcome to the Ashley and Jessica cast. I started this podcast because of my love for Jessica and Ashley Simpson, but due to the support of my amazing listeners, I have been able to expand to other topics as well to feed my pop culture obsession and yours. Join me as we time travel through some of the most interesting figures in music, movies, TV, and beyond. I'm your host, Leah Russo. Hey everybody, welcome to an emergency episode of the Ashley and Jessica cast. So if you're new to the podcast, I usually release all of my episodes a week early on Patreon in an extended cut format just to give my Patreon subscribers a little extra content earlier than everybody else and ad-free to show my appreciation. However, sometimes something happens and it's just very current and I want to talk about it the week that it happens without any waiting and I just release something directly to everybody and that is happening today because my friend Bethany, who you may know from TikTok, was invited personally by Justin Randall Timberlake to his very special one night only Memphis show. And Bethany and I have been friends for a minute now, and we have been wanting to do a podcast together. So I just felt like this was the perfect opportunity. It was actually Bethany's idea, so I have to thank her for that, to come on the podcast and talk about her experience at the show, her experience blowing up on TikTok and becoming a, quote, influencer. <laughs> Which is not even a term that she made up, but somehow ended up happening anyway. And it's just so crazy what has happened in the world of InSync the past six months to a year. And we talk about everything in the fandom. We talk about the drama that goes on, the fighting. We talk about our perspectives. We talk about our sources. Dun, dun, dun. I know, controversial topic, right? We talk about it all. And I am just so happy for her. And I am so grateful to Justin Timberlake for reaching out to her and giving her that opportunity and really treating his fans that way. I think that we all know that the guys are just really, really caring and loving to their fans. That's something that I've experienced firsthand with especially JC, but Lance too. I have just heard about so many wonderful interactions with the rest of the guys as well. I am so excited to see what is coming for each member of NSYNC and hopefully the group as a whole as well. And we just talk about it all. This was such a fun episode and I'm really excited for you guys to get the opportunity to get to know Bethany on a deeper level because her TikToks are amazing, but you maybe haven't gotten the chance to hear her in a longer format like this one, whereas you hear me blab on and on every week. So the other good news is that you're not going to have to wait for the new JC episode. Oh no. Oh no. I'm releasing two episodes this week. A Justin episode and a JC episode. So the girlies are covered, okay? <laughs> the JT girlies, I got you. And the JC girlies, I would never make you wait in favor of the JT girlies. I'm a JC girly. I'm not going to push you guys aside, okay? So y'all are getting two new episodes this week, not even including the new episode going up on the Patreon and all the bonus content on the Patreon. So you guys, it is lit. 
over here at the Ashley and Jessica cast. So much is happening and it's all because of you guys listening and supporting. I'm so grateful. If you want to join our amazing community over on Patreon, you can check that out at patreon.com slash Ashley and Jessica cast and get all the bonus content. I think there's like 60 episodes on there now that are exclusive to Patreon and uh, that doesn't even count all the extended episodes and all that kind of stuff. It is a hoot over there but whether or not you join even if you just listen on the public feed whether this is your first episode or your hundredth episode I appreciate all of you so much and I am so 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 sad actually that this JC series is nearing the end but I have some really really exciting things planned and we are gonna end the series with a bang and end it properly and it's just gonna be great so I think that's all I wanted to cover in the intro why wait let's get into my interview with Bethany okay I am so happy to welcome my very special guest today For the past six months, she has been lighting up TikTok with her fun personality and her passion for, of course, our favorite group, NSYNC. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Bethany from TikTok. Hi, how are you? I am so good. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. I can't wait to hear about the concert. Oh, it was so fun. I can't wait to tell you all the details. Before we get started, just in case there's anybody listening, because there probably is, my listeners are so loyal and wonderful and lovely that even if they're not interested that much in the topic at hand or they don't know what I'm talking about, they'll still listen just to see what the hell I'm going on about today. So can you just introduce yourself and what compelled you to start making TikToks? Oh, gosh. Um, What a good question. (laughs) So, yeah, I am Bethany from TikTok. Um, My handle is uh, memphis.mommy. A lot of people want to know my last name. I'm just not really one to share that uh, just because I try to keep my personal and career life separate. But Bethany from TikTok is all about NSYNC. She's all about Memphis. She's all about Disney. Uh, she's all about being a mom and just all the all the things in between. So just a really fun kind of expression of myself on TikTok. How the whole Memphis mommy thing came about was originally it was just like my name on TikTok. But then, um, you know, all of the rumors six months ago happened around was NSYNC in a tour. We knew that they were getting a song uh, for the Trolls movie. And I just had this completely unhinged moment. I don't know if you remember, but it's like my initial video that went viral. (laughs) I had an absolutely unhinged moment where I just kind of called them all out by their name and scolded them like the mom that I am and said like, this better not all be for the Trolls movie. You can find my TikTok and see uh, the video that initially went viral, but it got attention by the guys and uh, my account just kind of exploded. And I really don't know how I got from 200 followers to now almost 44,000 followers. It feels like it happened overnight, but now here we are. I have to say that I give you so much credit because I've told you this before, but before I got to know you, I assumed that you were a stay-at-home mom and that you did not have such a 
demanding job that you do have just because you post so often and you've been so successful and I knew you had kids. So I was like, wait, she has a full-time job on top of (laughs) (laughs) because TikTok is a full-time job. Like I don't think people understand. I mean, just even having two children or one child is a full-time job. So I'm like, how are you doing this? Do you have like a time turner or something? Like, (laughs) I don't know how you do it. (laughs) So (laughs) In general, I don't know how I do it all. Um, I just don't sleep. No, I, I, um, I really just, I try to maintain structure. Um, I do stack content on the weekend. Um, so usually my husband will just kind of block out a few hours for me to be able to disappear on Sunday and just kind of stack some content. And so you'll see that I do post videos that I, like a few days in a row, I'll have the same outfit on. And that's because I filmed it within the same the same kind of time period. And then throughout the week, I usually wake up before everyone else and I have moments of peace where I work out. And while I'm working out is honestly my most creative space. If I didn't work out, none of this would be possible. None of this would be happening. So that's when my creative space is where I'm coming up with ideas. So like I'll run and then I have to stop because I've got an idea for a TikTok or something. So um, yeah. And then, I mean, to be honest, I think TikTok is really a space for authenticity. I think people are really looking for that and they can tell when you're not being authentic. And so a lot of my TikToks really just kind of happen in the moment. I have content ready for when I don't really have anything to say, but a lot of my TikToks like that, that unhinged moment where I'm just yelling at NSYNC, they, I mean, that was just a completely in the moment TikTok. And that's what always seems to resonate with my audience. So yeah, it's just a bunch of unhinged rambling babble with some more structured content placed in between. (laughs) I love it. And I do think that it's authentic and very authentic to you. And that's one of the reasons why when, you know, people have said like, oh, she's just lying for clout or whatever. I'm like, this woman has a life. She's busy. Yeah. Like she's not, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you're not sitting at home with nothing to do. And you're like, oh, let me rile up some sync oh fans. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. I d- like you said, I have a really demanding job. And I know that, you know, you and I talk <laughs> on a more personal level, like the specifics of like what I do, but it, it's a very demanding job. And if I was going to lie about something, I feel like I would have chosen not this. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I said. That's that's what I said when people were calling me a liar. I'm like, I wouldn't have picked in sync. I would have picked like Beyonce or <laughs> something else to talk about that was like current and something where I could get more people in on it. I'm like, this is just truly a passion project. Like when I picked JC as a topic to do on this podcast, that was a year ago now. I had absolutely no idea that they were going to come back. I had no idea that I'd have the opportunity to meet JC at all. Like it was the furthest thing from my mind. I just did it because I loved him. And I feel like the timing and the I just got so lucky. And I feel like that is what happens. I mean, I believe in spirituality and manifesting. And I believe when you're putting positive energy out there, positive things come back to you. And that is exactly what happened to you, obviously. Um, (laughs) What's crazy is NSYNC has been my entire life. I've been in all of the boards. I've been in all of the forums. I've followed all of the hashtags. And like in my personal life, when people were like, oh, you're 
you've gone, you've like blown up on TikTok. And I'm like, yeah. And they ask, what about? And I'm like, okay, NSYNC. And nobody's surprised because NSYNC has been my life. I just love them so much. Anytime somebody says, what do we want to listen to? Like on the beach, my entire family rolls their eyes because I say NSYNC or Justin Timberlake. It's, <laughs> it's like my life. And so it just, the stars aligned and it was a moment in time because I never really felt like I had a voice on TikTok. And then suddenly I did. And I was like, oh, well, here it is. This is something I really enjoy talking about. It's not the only thing I talk about. And I think that's what confuses people is um, when your account starts exploding, you are also kind of figuring out who you want to be. My account exploded for NSYNC, but that's not my identity. That's just one thing that I really, really, really love. And so kind of exploring different territories, like do I want to show off fashion? Do I want to talk about being a mom? Like I love Disney. We're annual pass holders. We're actually going next week. So it's just been this exploration of like, who am I? What's my voice? What do I want to talk about? What do people want to hear? And I went through like a month or a month or two of trying to figure that out. And some people were put off by it because I wasn't talking about this one thing all the time, but it's okay. I think I'm finding who I am and who my audience is. And it's really just, it's me. And I think I have to stay true to what I want to talk about. And honestly, sometimes I am kind of a right now, all I'm thinking about is Justin Timberlake. And next week, all I'm talking about (laughs) is Disney World. And so that's just, you're just going to get splashes of content of like, what's my life right now? And that's just it. That's my TikTok. I love that. That resonates so much with me because I want to say almost two years ago, I was making TikToks more frequently and I wasn't trying to become popular on there. It was just, I was just doing it. And the one that ended up getting tons of views and likes and getting me tons of followers was something about the movie Scream and I am a huge fan of that franchise and for and a fan of horror movies but I didn't want my whole account to be that right and if I made a TikTok about anything else it was like 200 views yeah I know and if I make one about a horror movie it's like huge but that's not what I want to think about all day every day I have so many interests and I'm so interested in so many types of pop culture and then I realized how hard I was going to have to work if I just wanted to make it like a general pop culture account it was gonna like I said it's like a full-time job I think people see people blow up on TikTok and they think oh my god they you know they're so lucky it just happened for them and it's really rare that I think it happens to someone and they're really not trying I think that (laughs) even people that seem casual about it they're really trying to like curate something and so eventually I just stopped and I just make one every so often for total fun and people Mm -hmm. always tell me I need to be strategic and I need to be advertising my podcast and I need to post four per day all about my podcast and my podcast will get huge and I swear every week I'm like okay next week I'm really I'm gonna do it and I just never do because it is so much work TikTok it really is and I feel bad there's some creators that really put so much into their videos versus me I just kind of get on and I yell a little bit or I do a quick like, <laughs> like here's my career advice or something, which I've, I would love to like experiment with content like that. But I also have to have that home-based content and home-based content for me is in sync or right now JT, which there's a natural like organic connection there, obviously. So right. it's, it's figuring out like a way to venture out and explore who I am with my audience, but like also bring them back to like where they're comfortable with me as they get to 
know me. And so it's, I'll be the first to admit, I was pretty messy probably in like the October, November area. And I was like, <laughs> because I was getting big and all these couple, all, all these like companies were reaching out to me and they're like, Hey, you know, I want you to try this product. I want you to try this product. And I was obsessed with TikTok shop, buying everything on TikTok shop. And I wanted to show the things that I was buying and I was just exploring who I was. And there's some stuff that I like looking back, I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I wouldn't have done that. But also I'm glad that I explored that part of me. Right. You know, I know I lost some followers. Some people think I'm a sellout. Like, you know, it is what it is. But I just like to do what I want to do in the moment. And um, it's it's just, it's not this calculated thing that I think some people think it is for me. This is who I am. It's fun. Yeah, no, it definitely not calculated. It seems to have happened very organically, which I think is why you are successful at it because there are people that try so hard and they get nothing, you know? And I think that, I mean, not that you're not trying, but you're like, you're saying you're like, I just jump on and yell or give advice. And I think, cause you are authentic with that. I think if you were sitting down and and planning out, okay, first I'm going to say this, then I'm going to say this, then I'm going to hit on these three points. It probably wouldn't resonate as much as it does from you just like talking from your heart. Exactly. I really don't like to sit down and think a ton about what I'm going to say. Like that, I had one video that in, ended up on Inside Edition. Like it was, it was super viral, like 11 <laughs> or 12 million views, I think it's at. And all I did was say, why is everybody coughing? Like it was, the, <laughs> it was the dumbest thing. Like it's cold and flu season, obviously, but like I've been coughing for three months. And if I had thought about it, like maybe I wouldn't have just said, why is everybody coughing? Are we, are we just not going to talk about that? Like I would have added a little more, but it was really in the moment. I'm like, why is everyone I know coughing? And it, boom, it just exploded. And of all the videos, like that's the one that goes the most viral, but you know, here we are. I can't complain. So I was just at the JT concert because (laughs) my account exploded. So uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really regret anything. Exactly. So let's talk a little bit about how we started getting to know each other because I think it's an interesting story. And I also think it's really relevant to the fandom right now. And I mean, because I just see so much fighting and so much attacking, like people go after each other in this fandom so crazy. And I really don't get it because I feel like we're all into the same thing. We should all be best friends. But it's like there seems to be a group of people that think that they are the lawmakers of the fandom. Yeah. And they can decide who is a real fan, who is not a real fan, who is lying, who is not, who has the wrong opinion about something, who doesn't. And I'm like, who gave you permission to decide, first of all? And second of all, we all have our opinions about people in any community that we're in. And- I mean, my mom taught me, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, (laughs) (laughs) you don't say anything. But yeah, basically, I around August was when I first heard about NSYNC doing a tour or first I just heard one big show. I posted on my personal Instagram story about it, not my podcast Instagram, because I thought that that would get less attention Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> what a joke that was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Because at the time I had just seen JC and I posted all my videos on my podcast account of him. And so that account was just getting tons of attention and tons of engagement constantly. And there were so many NSYNC fans on it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to send this out to like my friends. And there's a lot of my listeners on my personal account too. But those are listeners that have taken that step to like follow me personally and talk to me about things other than pop culture and, and things like that. And I'm like, it'll be a lot less of a big deal if I just talk about it on my personal account but of course so many people found it and shared it and it it turned into this huge thing and basically uh, just exactly what you're saying it was a very natural thing for me I didn't think about it I literally had tears in my eyes in my initial video that I made and I was like this is what people have been waiting for since childhood I can't believe this it's happening I didn't say exactly what it was because the people that I had heard it from uh, which by the way the sources that I have are not connected to NSYNC I feel like at some point there was a rumor that I was trying to act like I I knew NSYNC (laughs) or something like that I don't at all and I I have never said that. Please, if you want to claim that, show me where I said that (laughs) because I promise you I didn't. My sources that I have, which that's become such a controversial word, source. Oh my gosh. But (laughs) they are in the music industry. And I have been acting since I was a kid. I have also been going to concerts not just, uh, you know, one concert every time my favorites are in town, but I've been traveling to see shows and meeting so many people and going backstage and so many things that have led me to know people in the industry. And it's not just in sync that I get little tidbits about, but because this was such a big deal that we all have been waiting for for 20 years, Mm -hmm. I just thought, Everything has gotten so expensive since COVID, especially with entertainment. And I just want the people that are always messaging me and are always online talking about InSync. I want those people to just have a heads up. So all I said was save money. I didn't yeah. say that there was a tour definitely coming. I didn't say what – because actually at that time, I didn't know that the tour was being worked on. It was, but I didn't know that yet. I only right. knew one big show and the song and like promo appearances and stuff like that, for which didn't end up happening because of the strike. But that's all I had heard. And I didn't want to get in trouble by anybody. So I was just saying, save money. Just save money. That's it. Because seeing live music means so much to me. And I just wanted NSYNC fans to know. Not that – like, I'm not one of those people that says – Oh, you know, if if you don't if you don't remember the day Bye 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 came out on TRL, then you are not a real fan and you should not be at the tour. I'm not one of those people, <laughs> but I did just want to give a heads up to the really dedicated ones that have been following along every little thing that, you know, every time Lance does a podcast or Joey does a new random promotional thing, all those people that really follow, I just wanted them to have a heads up, just put some money aside. Yeah. If it ends up not working out or it ends up getting canceled, so what? You'll have a little bit of money saved in in your bank. You can do something else with it, whatever. I thought it was harmless. I really thought it was harmless. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you did too, right? (laughs) I I just had no clue. One, I... I wasn't allowed to chase boy bands. My my house that I grew up in was pretty strict. It was not like 
I was lucky if I got to go to concerts. I was lucky if I got to watch concerts on TV. I wasn't allowed to watch MTV. Like it was, it was a pretty strict world, but I was obsessed with these five guys and I always have been. And so then I went to college and I'm like, oh, I can, I can listen to them. I can like, but they kind of disbanded and it was, <laughs> so, you know, I followed Justin Timberlake as he grew and, um, but I just never knew the inner workings of the NSYNC fandom, which every boy band fandom is kind of similar. They all have this drama and <laughs> I'm learning now. So I, you know, I post this one thing and suddenly I have followers and they want to listen to me talk about NSYNC. So I keep talking about NSYNC and I start like researching and putting t- stuff together and, and just having fun with it. And I'm getting more and more followers. Well, then sources start coming to me and everybody's telling me all different types of stuff and I'm weeding through it. And then I have this one person, this one person that comes to me with evidence, with receipts, with so, so much about a tour. And I was just like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, this is, this is real. Like what I saw was real. And, And to this day, like I still, I still believe my source. So I'm not, I'm not discrediting anything that I saw, but looking back, if I could change that initial video, I don't know that I would post it because I genuinely did not know how fandoms worked and (laughs) absolute obsession with whether or not these guys go on tour. And so I really just, people thought that I was just making it up to get follows. I had no clue posting something like that was going to get me 10,000 followers. There's no way I could have predicted that. And there were other people that were saying this in the space. And so it was just kind of like, okay, I I dealt with that initial backlash. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to talk about all the stuff that I'm hearing anymore until it is, it is obvious that it's happening. And so, and when I say obvious, like the VMAs, the guys gave us breadcrumbs, so many breadcrumbs that it was so obvious that they were all in New York. So we started posting about that. I kind of had to backtrack a little bit and kind of re like, think about what am I doing here? Who am I in this space? And I I don't want to just be like a TMZ for NSYNC. But that is also around the time, back to your initial question, is how we met. So Mm -hmm. there was a lot going on. There was a lot of drama. There was posts from you. There was posts from me. And I think people were thinking that we knew each other and hated each other. And so they were like, did you see what Leah posted? Or did you see what Bethany posted? It's about you and blah, blah. And there was just a lot of misunderstanding. But like, you know me. Now, obviously, the type of person I am, like what you see on TikTok is what you get. That is me. So I was just like, hey, I'm, I'm just going to send her a message on Instagram. And I mean, you remember it was as simple as, hey, I'm seeing some of your posts. Some people think that it's about me. Um, I just wanted to like connect with you and talk through it a little bit. And you were so, it, it was honestly such a beautiful like female moment. For two else <laughs> to just like have a conversation, like a non-threatening conversation and just say like, hey, this is what I'm hearing. I'd love to get your perspective. And you did the same. And we walked out of that conversation, not super good friends, but like, hey, I've got your back. Like it was, it was great after that, you know? And then slowly, bit by bit, it's like, hey, are you hearing this? Are you hearing this? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm hearing that too. I'm hearing that too. Like, and then it comes into like 
I'm defending you on TikTok. You're defending me on Twitter. And then fast <laughs> and now we had drinks in New York and did a TikTok together last week. Like it's just been crazy. The arc of our friendship has been so beautiful and so representative of how women should be. You know what I mean? I agree. And I am so grateful that you just messaged me instead of what because there's another timeline where you didn't do that and I just end up hearing something bad about you and you end up hearing something bad about me and we think the other one is out to get us or we think the other one is starting rumors and really nothing even happened and yet somehow we don't like each other even though I don't even know you it's like it's so very very high school but it does happen throughout adulthood unfortunately because there are a lot of people that are not like you that don't just nip things in the bud and what had happened was I think the confusion just arose from the fact that there was so much happening at that time yeah and so I was getting a little bit frustrated and like snotty on my Instagram story, which is not usually my style. Like I try to be super positive and it always means a lot to me when people tell me that I am because I really do try to not put negativity out there. But I was just getting so frustrated because first of all, I had barely even seen you on TikTok because I was hating TikTok at the time because I felt like there were so many people, not in sync fans, but there were people that just kind of pick up whatever story of the moment, whatever celebrity that day is being talked about. And they will just say anything. Like they will just be like, well, you know how crazy that person is. And you know, they've always done drugs. And it's like somebody that probably (laughs) like has never even done anything. And it just, it annoyed me because I saw this one person in particular, I couldn't even tell you their name now, but I saw this one person in particular was just being such a jerk and talking about how like, you know, Lance, Joey and Chris are irrelevant basically. And Justin is such an asshole and JC, like, you know, what the hell is up with JC anyway? Like he was just so, you could tell that he read like one post on an NSYNC fan page and then was like, okay, got it. I'm just going to make this TikTok. And then I listened to a (laughs) podcast that I actually really like. And it was the same thing of like, well, Justin's just an asshole and NSYNC wasn't that good anyway. Backstreet Boys were better, but I am hearing about a tour. And it's like, they were clearly trying to get people to listen to their podcast because they knew about a tour or whatever, but they were dissing the guys and they were just talking about like the tour because People wanted to hear about the tour, but they were dissing the people. And I'm like, like, it was just so frustrating. And that's when I posted a video where I was like, please do not group me in with anybody else. Like I am in my own lane. I'm doing my own thing. I have my own sources. Like I am not connected with any of this. And that's when I guess somebody thought that I was talking about you because you had posted a video like around the same time. And And I, when you explained that to me, I was like, oh, that makes sense. But because I wasn't following you on TikTok at the time and I was like staying away from TikTok, I didn't even, I didn't know your vibe, anything. And when you messaged me, you had a private Instagram too. So I couldn't even see you. And I was just like, what's going on? Cause you were like, I don't understand why it has to be this way. We're on the same side. We're rooting for the same things. I trust my sources. I believe them. Like you were like defending yourself. And I was like, oh no. I'm like, (laughs) I did not. I was like, I'm so sorry if my (laughs) video hurt your feelings. Like I was not, that was not at you at all. That's the thing is people were telling me that it was definitely about me. 
And I didn't know. And I think in my initial message, I was like, I don't, I don't know if it's about me or not. Um, but like, I just want to clear the air. And that's just like, that's just who I am. If, if I feel, mm-hmm. so that's my issue with like Twitter and Reddit, which are incredibly negative, like the most negative spaces in the world. There's no face. There's so many haters, but like a lot of people just hide. And this happens on TikTok too, but mostly Twitter and Reddit, they just kind of hide behind fake names or no names or whatever. And like, I would, I would love to just say like, Hey, you know, why do you, why do you hate me? Like, how can we work through this? But I can't, like, I can't message any of them. I don't know. So I just don't even get on Twitter or Reddit anymore. Like I, and and I actually have had people say like, Hey, have you seen this on Reddit? And I just like, I have to ask those people to not send me links anymore. Like I really just don't want to see it. I don't understand the push for spreading hate. If you don't like me, just block me. I don't understand what's so hard about it. Right. And if you think that we're lying about our sources, you don't have to watch what we're saying. You can just ignore it and go about your day. Like, We don't know each other. That's one thing that I just find like mystifying is why are you so mad at me? I don't have any power. What I say is not going to make NSYNC tour or not tour. What I say is not going to make anybody do anything except possibly save some money, put some money aside for themselves. That's it. That That is the threat of me saying this. And then people are like, well, you know, you just want people to listen to your podcast or you just want clout. It's like, actually... Everything that I have said, I've posted on my public accounts. Yeah. You don't even have to follow me in order to get access to them. So you could literally just check or, you know, I'm sure like if you're that interested, people would talk about it every time I would post something. So you could have heard anyway without supporting me at all. Yeah. And by the way, I, I, yes, I have this podcast. I could have, I could have just posted, Hey guys, listen to today's episode. If you want to hear the tea, I could have done that. And forced people to listen to it so I could get views. I have a Patreon. I could have said, hey, guys, sign up for my Patreon. You'll get all the tea. And guess what? They would have. Yeah. Like that. that is money that I just left on the table because I don't care. I'm not doing this for money. If I was, I would be much more strategic. And like you said, I would pick a more popular current yes. <laughs> group or something. Exactly. I know that I've been really lucky this year. Like I have been very lucky with what happened to me. And yeah, I'm not trying to be that person that's like, everyone is so jealous of me, but it's not even that they're jealous of me. I think that they're just like, well, why does she get that? Why does uh, she get to see JC or why does she get to meet him or why does she get to go to the VMAs, things like that? And it's like, well, they just want to prove that I don't deserve it. Like I shouldn't have been there. It should have been, it should have been a quote, real fan. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, I, what, there's like a quote where it's like, if you want somebody's big house, build it instead of tearing theirs down or something like that. You know, it's, it's people like want what you have. And instead of going to get it themselves, they just want to tear you down in the process. And I'm not saying that's everybody, but that's a lot of, of what I'm saying. Because if I wasn't getting attention, this wouldn't be an issue. The problem is mm-hmm. I'm getting attention. It happened again with the Justin Timberlake concert. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, I mean, it kind of died down. Like I was still hearing that, you know, I was a sellout because I was exploring new content and things like that. Um, and honestly, my message to Justin Randall Timberlake that I posted, I think it was a little over a week ago. 
about this concert that he had coming up. I had an unhinged moment where I was like, "If I, I mean, I'm 20 minutes from where he's going to be. If I don't get tickets, I'm going to lose it. And I mean, I swear to you, within an hour, I was reached out to by his team giving me tickets. And so in a moment of just complete and utter joy, and also not thinking about it, I posted, I got tickets. And it was in looking back, I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I probably would hate me too if I wanted tickets. Like, but I was just so appreciative. And and I wanted, I wanted other TikTokers, honestly, to see like, hey, ask for what you want. And like, he's watching, he'll give it to you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, some people followed suit, some people didn't, and here we are. But yeah, it's been a it's been a crazy few weeks. <laughs> I was just over the moon for you when I saw that because I really considered it a win for all of us that have been talking about all the things that have been going on with the tour because yeah. it's like if Justin and his team are okay with you. And I feel like you definitely are more, you've definitely become more visible than me. Like, I think you're definitely more well-known. So I'm like, okay, if if he, the most but famous I, one in, say, in the group. I don't have a Jonas Brother jacket, so I may have the attention of NSYNC, but. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Bethany, please don't be jealous of my relationship with the Jonas Brothers, okay? Why do you have a jacket? I want a jacket. I deserve it. Your jealousy <laughs> is showing. I'm hanging up. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is like, I'm, I'm always like, look, I'm not trying to do anything. These things just happen to me. Like, I just get yeah. very lucky. And again, getting spiritual, I really feel like it's because I have such a genuine, like, pure love and passion for this stuff. And I yeah. think that when you follow that stuff that really just makes your heart go pitter patter and get butterflies in your stomach, like, when you follow that stuff, you get rewarded. That's why I wrote this, like, very dramatic, over emotional post when I got to go to the VMAs because I. I was that child sitting there watching it just so wide-eyed just thinking that NSYNC and Britney and all these people were just everything in the whole world and that world seemed impossible for me to reach and I it never occurred to me that I would be in that room ever yeah. especially not seeing NSYNC a group that is not together anymore I know <laughs> like it just it it just would never and and I just was always told that I was so over the top and intense and crazy and, you know, you're just an obsessed fan or whatever. And 
I was always told like you won't be successful in entertainment like that's not possible and I felt like NSYNC was one of the people that would always stress the opposite like they would always talk about that in their interviews like how they could never have imagined what happened and you just have to like believe in yourself I remember Justin always used to sign his autographs he if he had time he would write the world is yours and somebody asked him why he wrote that and he was like I just want the fans out there to know that like you can do anything like the world is yours and I can't tell you how much that stuff really like really really got to me in my mind when I was little I was like yes they are correct like Mm -hmm. they they are telling the truth you can actually do amazing things and so that's why I that's why I believe that stuff happens to me. And that's that stuff with the jacket, like and everything else that the Jonas Brothers have done for me. They, it it happens because I really believe that when you put good energy out there, it comes back to you. And so, if if someone is watching your TikTok and they're mad because you got to go to the Justin concert, it's like if you're mad at somebody for possessing what you seek. It's like, instead of putting negative energy out into the universe at them, why don't you try putting positive energy out there into the universe and just see what happens? Let's just see. Let's just, why don't you just try for a month? Don't attack anybody on social media and just see what happens. Maybe something good will happen to you. We'll see. Literally, it's some people that I saw complaining. I, I didn't see any posts from them or any videos about them wanting tickets. And I'm like, uh, for me, if I'm insanely passionate about it, I have just always been the person that that's what I want. I'm going to go get it. My husband even says like, mm-hmm. I, I kind of do it to a fault. I will obsess over it. And I was obsessing about JT tickets. I wanted it. Everybody in the world that knows me knew that was all that was on my mind. I had to have JT tickets. And so that, and that's just who I am. Like I'll obsess about something and I do this at work too. Right now I have things that I'm obsessing about and my boss just knows I am going to attack it until I get it the way that I want it. And it's never with malicious intent. It's always with the best intent. You know, it's, it's just being there. I wanted to meet other creators. I wanted to see JT like, and when the stars align, my passion meets an opportunity meets a channel, TikTok. And it just, it happens. And I don't know why people like to listen to me. I think you're right. Like maybe they can sense the passion that I feel. The genuine like nerdy 13 year old girl in me that like fangirls over NSYNC and Joey. And um, I, I think they can feel that. And like the fact that I openly am a Disney adult and I'm, I'm fine, even though I haven't posted Disney content in a while, I will next week, I promise. I am unapologetically myself and I always have been. And I think people can sense that. And I mean, I hope they can. And then I think that there's people in the world that are a little bit put off by a female that is okay, number one, being herself, but two, asking for what she wants. What you're saying really reminds me of that old story where there is someone praying and he's saying, God, please, 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 I can't take this anymore. You have to let me win the lottery. I'm so broke. I I can't afford anything. I need help. Please, God, please help me win the lottery. And God responds and says, you have to buy a ticket. (laughs) You got to buy a ticket. (laughs) You have to make a move. You can't just like that. That's honestly what I, what I tell, um, cause I'm a career coach 
And I love talking to people about what their goals are. Like there's probably nothing more rewarding to me than understanding someone's goals and helping them get there. And so what I always say to them is nobody's going to give you what you want. You have to go get it. And I mean, occasionally you'll be surprised. Honestly, when I have been given rewards and awards, I've always been surprised because I'm not, I'm not sitting there waiting. Like I know people that I work with and they're waiting for this certain award that we get at the company that we work for. And I just refuse to wait around for it. If it happens, it happens, but I'm focused on my career goals and where I want to be. And I'm not, I'm not focused on trophies, you know, and I think people just get caught up in the wrong thing, but like also some people just like to sit and wait and wait for somebody to hand it to them. And that's not how it works. In your career and in life as per the JT concert. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people, it doesn't even occur to them that that is a space that they could possibly enter. And then they see you do it and they're like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm more of a fan than she is. Why couldn't I get in? And it's like, well, you're also not taking the risk of making yourself visible to thousands of people and open yourself up to criticism and all that kind of stuff. You're not putting in the hours of making the TikToks or in my case, podcast, all the editing, all the other things that we do in our lives. Like I have a very demanding schedule as well. And so I do this podcast as a passion project. And I actually, at this point, probably spend more hours working on the podcast than I do on my full-time right. career. And and it's, it's, you know, not a financial thing. It's because my whole life, I've always been the, the person that everyone's like, okay, Leah, calm down. Like, yes, we, we like that song too, or we like that movie yeah. too, but, but we don't <laughs> want to, we don't want to talk about it every single day for an hour. And it's like, okay, okay. I get it. Like, I've always just been the most like, when it comes to pop culture, just the most passionate, like I have to absorb everything. I can't just like a song. I have to know everything about the artist and how they got there and what instrument they started playing when they were four. Like it's, I don't know why it's just how I am. And so this podcast was just an outlet for me to do that. And I have this insecurity where I'm like, Oh, people are going to think that my podcast is too long or it's like too much detail. And it's like, you know, I don't have that much time to listen no one has ever said that to me. That is totally my own mind. Everybody says the opposite because the people that find me are not the people that just want to listen to a 20 minute overview. They are the people that are like me. And so, like I said, when you put that out into the universe, these amazing people like you, people that are similar to me, people that I never would have met if I hadn't put myself out there come out of the woodwork and they're like, hey, I see myself in you because you put yourself out there. And I didn't know that anybody out there was like this. And let's be friends. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it. Like I've met so many people in person now from the podcast and like I've gotten amazing opportunities and it's just like beautiful. And when you are real with yourself and you know the type of person that you are and you prioritize things that are important to you, even if it's something silly, like a group of yeah. five guys that you fell in love with when you were eight years old. Other <laughs> other people will tell you it's silly. I mean, to this day, like still, I'll be talking to someone about what I'm working on and I'm and I start getting into this big thing about InSync and JC and they're like, okay, whatever. Like we're adults that live in the real world. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm just like, you can laugh all you want, but like 10-year-old Leah is living. She's so happy yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, if you would have told 14-year-old Bethany 
that she would be front row at a JT no. concert. And he would point to her and say that he like knew me. I mean, it, it just, there was so, there's still so much to process from Crazy. that night. It was, it was insane. It was insane. It was insane with a star and an N. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so let's get into it. For anybody who's lost, Justin Timberlake <laughs> invited Bethany to his show personally. Okay. Some people had to enter the lottery. Some people had to buy one on StubHub illegally or whatever. Some people had to wait at the door. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> Instead, Bethany was invited by Justin. So how did you, and by the way, it's all you people that say she's lying and she just, you know, got her way in some other way. I saw the whole thing. She showed me on her phone. I mean, not that they believe my ass either, but like I saw the whole thing. So whatever. Anyways, <laughs> so how did you, so you post this TikTok where you basically just ask you just ask him yeah. for tickets. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't even say in the, t- I don't know how I'll have to go back and look at it, but I, I don't even say like, give me tickets. I kind of just, I use his government name. Listen here, Justin Randall Timberlake, <laughs> you know, I'm, tw- I'm 20 minutes from the Orpheum and you've opened up the lottery to the entire world. And I'm losing my mind at the thought that I might not get tickets. And, and I'm, I just say like, my Memphis brother, my blue suede shoe brother. And like, you know, just because I'm from Memphis and that's like, it was such an iconic Memphis moment. And honestly, the FOMO was real, but it was like, I I don't know. It, I was just losing my mind. Well, an hour later, I get a notification that Justin Timberlake favorited my TikTok. Oh God. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And so I'm like losing my mind, flipping out about it. I'm in a hotel in New York and I call my husband and my husband is like, okay, calm down. But like, it's, you know, probably just his team. Like, don't, don't overthink it. And I'm like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Uh, And I've got the screenshots if I need to share them with anybody. Uh, But he favorited my TikTok and I went to bed But an hour after he favorited my TikTok, his team reached out and said, Justin had seen my video and he wanted to invite me to the Memphis show. (laughs) My mind, my heart exploded. I literally, so my son wakes up about 30 minutes before my husband does. So I called my son and I said, (laughs) go wake your father up right now. (laughs) And we were on FaceTime and Ryan rolls over and I'm like on FaceTime and he can tell like, because I'm truly unhinged in this moment. He can tell like, he's like, oh God, what's happened? And so he like jumps up and he's like, what's going on? He's looking at me on FaceTime and I'm like, Justin Timberlake invited me to the Memphis show. And he was like, no way, no way. And so I show him the screenshots. I show him where I'm going to be honest. I asked a few people that I know in the business to verify um, to make sure it was like legit and it was legit. I showed my husband all of the screenshots and everything. And he starts flipping out because my husband, well, he would never admit it. He has the biggest man crush on JT. Um, he starts freaking out because like we get to go to this exclusive show exclusive. It's like 2,400 seats, but it still feels pretty exclusive for a JT Oh yeah. 
And considering I think like 150,000 people entered the lottery. Yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. So then I post the video about I got tickets and there was the hate and blah, blah, blah. And I just ignored it. Like I knew I was going to get some hate. I know that you kind of had my back in some conversations. Super appreciate that. I mean, I, I get it because I would have been jealous of me too. Like, <laughs> I, I, that was the whole thing is I was, I was seeing a lot of heat and I'm like, no, I totally get it. Like I hate me too a little bit. <laughs> also, I posted the video kind of as a way to like say, Hey, JT's watching, like post your videos demanding right? tickets. And, uh, and so some people did, and you know what, all of those people that posted like, Hey, I want tickets. Like they got tickets. It wasn't, um, I mean, JT's team was like ready. They wanted to fill up the Orpheum with genuine fans. And, uh, and so the next few days I got, you know, I got stuck in New York because of weather and I was, I was scared I was going to get home in time. And of course I did. But then leading up to the day, I mean, it was just really cool being downtown. Number one, I went to pick up my tickets and when I was there, you know, I was with Johnny Ruggs, who's also on TikTok, and my husband. The three of us were all together. We were picking up our tickets, and Johnny Wright, JT's manager, was picking up his ticket at the same time. Oh, and Lord. so we had a moment with, I was like, oh, okay, this is real, real. Johnny Wright, he was so nice. He took a picture with us. We went inside, and here's what's crazy, Leah. We went inside, and people, like, knew me. Yep. Um, like, Several people came up and like wanted to take a picture with me. And so I, I don't know if you saw, but I posted like, which outfit should I wear? And I chose the bright red jumper and I posted that that's what I was going to wear on the way to the Orpheum. Well, then like everybody was looking for the red, not everybody, <laughs> but a lot of people were looking for that red jumpsuit. And I have gotten called red jumpsuit so much in the last <laughs> few days but it's like every video you can see, every video that everybody took, you can see that red jumpsuit front and center. And we get there and we get up to the stage and I just kept like feeling like somebody's going to escort me out. Like I don't belong here. How did I get here? And my husband, he's a back row Baptist. He is not a front row type person. So he kind of hung back a little bit and I was just like right front up like front and center. And I mean, it was such an incredible night and I feel so blessed and lucky to have had the opportunity, but the, the electricity in the crowd, oh my God, it was just, I don't know. Like I'm serious. I know this sounds like so sad to say, but you know, aside from getting married and having my two children, it was the best night of my life. Like it, it was just, it was so cool. And like, there were so many elements to it that made it so cool. It was, Justin was home. He was back in Memphis. He was debuting new new music. I met so many people that I have become friends with online. Like the girl, um, Kiana, who started the um, It's Gonna Be May meme. And she gets credit from Justin Timberlake for starting it. She was there. I got to meet her and we're friends now. Like it's the coolest thing. And people were coming up to me and they're like, I follow you on TikTok. Like the girl who had seats next to me, um, I was like, excuse me, I think I'm sitting here. And she was like, oh, you're sitting, I follow you on TikTok. You're sitting yeah. next to me. It was the coolest moment. And I mean, yeah. it just, it was cool to be in a space where I was, 
you know, I was, I, I guess, recognized, like it, it kind of felt cool to feel a little bit like a person that's known because that's not going to happen anywhere else in my life. <laughs> like, like just in a Justin Timberlake or NSYNC world, am I going to be like known? But then we also met Marty's, uh, Justin's choreographer and he was super chill. We took a picture with him. It was so cool. One thing that I always say is that it's so funny because I feel like I spend every day like obsessing over my faves and listening to their music and talking about them. And even my friends who have a lot of similar interests as me, I can only corner them for so long. And (laughs) it always feels so good when I pull up to a concert and I hear other people blasting the person's music or I overhear conversations and they're like, you know, well, Nick said this or Joe said that. And it's like, oh, I'm in my world. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. It felt so good to be in my world. And it was like, my husband kept making comments. He was like, it's, it's so cool. Because I normally people would be surprised, I think, to know this about me. But when I'm not in my world, I'm an introvert. Me too. (laughs) Yeah, like it's, it's if, if I don't really know what what else to talk about but I know they're not going to want to listen to me about boy bands or Disney World I don't but then as soon as they ask me about that topic I just blossom but being in a world where I could talk about it and everybody's going to want to hear it it was just I blossomed and my husband was just like who were you like it was you were meeting strangers and you were just so big like and and that's just like I I guess I understand what he's saying like not physically big but like I was big like my personality it was just there and he was like I I wish people could see this part of you all the time um yeah like he because that's who my husband knows he I'll talk to him about anything whether he wants to hear about it or not but just being at the Orpheum and being in my element and with my people and we all know the songs and the steps and JT's like pointing to us. Oh man, it was so good. And he touched my hand, by the way. He touched my hand. <laughs> well, I don't think that it's sad at all because that's how you started this. You were like, maybe it's sad that this is the best night of my life besides your children and, and your husband. But I don't think it's sad at all. The I completely relate. I really, really do. And I think it's so special and so wonderful that Justin – has that kind of personal outreach with his fans I not just with you but you mentioned Kiana if yeah. anyone is not clear on that the whole it's gonna be May that was not a thing like she made that a thing like yes back in the day when they said May like that Britney did it that way too because it was a Max Martin thing yeah, sometimes we would like make fun of it or a little bit or we would we would, you know, emphasize it when we sung it. We would be like, it's so weird the way that he says May, you know, but it was not a thing. Kiana made that a thing. She seriously should get some sort of financial compensation or something right. because she literally made InSync more popular. I don't think people yeah. really realize that but in today's culture of memes like there are gen z people that do not know any insane songs but if you say it's gonna be may they they're like oh yeah like i know that exactly i was so happy for her when i found out that she was going i was like yes girl because she really does deserve it like she really did do something special and it's just so wonderful to hear that about justin and I've always heard stuff like that about him and every member of the group. I've heard things like that about. And it just is really nice to 
be a fan of a group that seems to truly care about their fans and want to go the extra mile to make sure that those fans also feel special and appreciated. And first of all, I feel like anytime anything happens to another fan, it's a win for all of us because you're like, oh, it could happen. It happened to her. It could happen to me, you know? Exactly. It's just a sign that they are trying to do special things for their fans. Mm -hmm. I feel like in general, when something like that happens, it's a win for anybody because you never know who Justin's going to choose next. It could be you. Also, I felt like it was kind of proof that you're not lying, which I know that you're not about the sources and all the information. I know that this tour has been in the works since at least August, which my Mm -hmm. opinion is, if it got to me in August, it was before then because, like I said, my source is not a specific in sync. I mean, I have three solid sources and then I have one more that I'm kind of like, eh, 50-50 on. I'm not 100% sure how accurate their stuff is, but those people are all just general music industry people. They do not work for NSYNC. They do not know anybody from NSYNC. I have no affiliation with NSYNC. Everything I say is, is alleged and is my opinion. No facts here. Um, but, but yeah, like... It just, to me, confirmed that he is okay with it because if he wasn't, then you would be blacklisted. And they do have those blacklists. I will not say the artist, but I have seen a blacklist of an artist. There are people that look for red flags and there are people that do get blacklisted. And if Bethany was out here building an entire TikTok following around a lie that was about his group, he would not have invited her. And I know people will say, well, it's not him. He probably doesn't know. It's just his team. Okay, well, his team represents him and they would not invite a red flag, a liar, because they know the (laughs) T. They know exactly what happened. They know all the shit that we know, Bethany. Okay, they know more. Mm -hmm. And so- They are not going to invite and literally like it's just so stupid that people invite and put me front row and center. (laughs) (laughs) It was, I mean, speaking of red flag, I was wearing a very bright, bright (laughs) red jumpsuit. (laughs) I was a walking red flag. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, no, it was. And I mean, but we had Chris join our live. So Christina G did a live and Chris joined it. um, And I was there and he literally said in that live, like, we all see what you're posting. We appreciate you keeping the hype up, keeping the energy going. Yep. You know, I've gotten confirmation from one of the other guys. I don't, I, I don't. I don't know if I should say it, but we all, we all know, <laughs> we all know. <laughs> like, hey, it's fans like you that are the reason that we have stuff coming up. And I do feel bad because things have been put off and postponed. And I know Justin fans get real mad at people who blame Justin. And when I say that it's because of Justin that some stuff has been pushed, I'm not saying Justin is an evil monster. I'm just saying Justin has his own career. And allegedly, if it's hard to align five people and it's hard to get things moving in the way that everybody can agree on, then why not go ahead with your project that you have been working on for years that you're very eager to release? It's not, no one is saying, I mean, I don't want to say no one. I would say no one in our space, people that have the sources and, and connections and stuff, 
no one is saying like, oh, Justin is the worst person in the world no. for this. Like, yeah. I get it. I was really for years. I was I was such a Justin hater because he left in sync. I was so angry about that. But then I grew up and I was like, okay, I get it. Like, I understand why he left. Could he have handled things a little differently? Maybe I wasn't there, you know, and I addressed all of this in a very long episode about the hiatus. And I think I was really fair to Justin and I was fair to the rest of the guys. And I really tried to parse the whole thing out as best I could and as accurately as I could. But at the end of the day, none of us were there. And I think, of course, if you have the talent and ideas that Justin Timberlake has, it would be a shame to just stay in a group forever and not express that or to let a group project take up so much time that you can't release your own album. And so when I say like, oh man, Justin's coming out of this album. I wish it was in sync instead. That's not me hating on Justin. That's me just saying I am an in sync as a group fan first and foremost. So like, of course, Justin could cure cancer and I'd still would be like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) When is the tour happening, Justin? You're you're saving those lives. Good for you. But can you please get in the studio with JC? Like what's going on? That's just the way I am. And, and, you know, I know some people also get upset when people say, oh, they should just do it for people without him. I want the five person. I do not think it will be complete without him or without anyone as as a person who's desperate like of course I would go to a four person one no matter who was missing and I'd buy the merchandise like it yeah no of course it's just all not as dramatic as people make it I I make fun of Justin all the time because he like left the group and it's like the way I would make fun of a brother or something I know that's how I feel about JC because in my very first video I don't know what it is. Like, Justin, I feel like he's like my Memphis brother. But JC is the one that I gave a hard time in a lot of my initial (laughs) videos. I mean, people knew it was out of love. But, like, he was the one that was, like, the rumored issue or whatever. But, yeah, it's – people people take things very seriously. And for me, it's like I see – I see JT and I know, I know they're connected. I know JT is part of the group, but I just see them as two separate entities. I do too. And so Justin's tour wasn't a disappointment to me. It for me, it doesn't affect, am I still frustrated that NSYNC hasn't announced their tour yet? A hundred percent. Does it make me any less excited for Justin? No, I'm so excited for him. Like, I mean, that's my Memphis brother. That's my blue suede shoe brother. Like that's, you know, (laughs) I'm excited for him, but like when I think about the NSYNC tour, could Justin's tour maybe be a thing that they're having to work around? Yes, but they're also having to work around all of their schedules, so it's right. You know, okay, okay, guys, we just had to cut some stuff out because we got a little too loose with our combo. (laughs) But all the guys have their own individual things. It's nothing bad. We weren't dissing anybody. It's like this one has this, this one has this, this one has this. It just so happens that Justin gets all the blame because, first of all, he's just the punching bag of the world right now because of you know Britney Spears, Janet Jackson, who, by the way, I posted this the other day, but. Britney and Janet are both known for being literally like the kindest people in the entertainment business. There is not, you will not find a human being who has worked with either of these women and said one bad thing about them. Okay. They are literally like the pinnacle of sweetness and kindness. And they would not be happy about you constantly attacking Justin Timberlake's fans. And Justin would be horrified at the shit that you say to them 
no, he does not owe you anything. He does not owe you a ticket because you get online and call someone names. And and Brittany doesn't owe you anything for defending her against Justin. She doesn't want you to. I mean, I don't want to speak for her. Too many people have tried to do that. But if I could make an assumption based on being a fan of hers for 25 years and getting a real sense, I think, of her personality and how she handles things, she is never one to like lash out at people. Only recently has she started posting stuff like that toward her family, someone who obviously very much documented fact deserves her anger. Otherwise, she is not someone to do something like that. And I just think if you idolize these people so much, if you think that Justin is so amazing and Brittany is so amazing, why are you treating people like shit in their name? Just block them. Like it literally doesn't matter. There is no fan on the internet who is going to be able to like ruin Justin's career or ruin Britney's career. It's so ridiculous. And I just wish all the fighting would stop. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I literally make fun of JC all the time. And obviously, I'm like one of his biggest fans. I've done this whole series on him. I've met him. Like, I adore the man. But like, I'll make fun of him too because I'll be like, JC, can you please leave your damn house? Can you please do something? <laughs> like, everybody knows that's just, I feel like in a fandom, it's almost like an inside joke. Like, you make fun of the guys. I don't know. Is that yeah. wrong? I know. Yeah. Well, I, speaking of inside jokes, whenever I first started going viral, people started calling me the president, the president of like the NSYNC <laughs> fan club. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's too, no, that's not who I am. I'm not going to say I'm the number one fan. I might be the loudest one, but I'm not the number one. Like, and so it just kind of turned into this thing where I said, okay, you know what? I'm the president of the NSYNC fan club union, which is not a real thing, first of all. <laughs> And yet people were so mad that I started because I, I was like, dude, y'all started that. Y'all started calling me president. I refused to be the president of NSYNC or the president of the NSYNC fan club. So I made up the fan union where I fight for your rights. And that still was just not. <laughs> they just can't. Sarcasm often gets missed by a lot of a lot of the followers. But you know what? Here we are. And people still in the comments call me president. And I'm like, immediately, I'm like, you're going to get me in trouble. Please stop saying that. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I don't even know who, who made it up, if it was you or Johnny or whoever. But when you guys made up the term influencers, Oh, it was not me. <laughs> it's like star N instead of influencers because insane, obviously. It, that was like, I didn't even know any of you guys at the time. And I totally got like, I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, that's cute. That like influencers. Right. I did not think that anybody was trying to dig their heels in and say, I am the president of the InSync fan community and I am the influencer. It's like, this is not serious. It was fun. Yeah. And it was just like the four of us kind of connected and we, we just started calling our, we're, I mean, the group chat was influencers. I don't even remember who came up with it. 
And then we were like, oh, well, maybe we should make it a hashtag. So it would be easily searchable whenever we post something. And we kind of became like for not not everybody, but on TikTok for a set of people, we became the go-to source for information. And it just, I, I don't know, I, it, it's kind of like fallen away um you know we're all still friends and stuff but we we don't call ourselves the influencers anymore but unfortunately once you call yourself something it sticks for a very long time (laughs) (laughs) yeah this might be a reach but I feel like there are some fans that want the tour not to happen just because then they could be like well Leah's a liar and I told you that it's like you're rooting against your own interests yeah It's time to pack it up, especially because all of the guys basically admitted that this was going on too. Like, yes, they all said it. What about that interview with Joey where he literally says, if anyone doesn't believe me, I will find that shit for you. Okay. He literally says, we don't know if we're going to do, if we're going to tour and then Justin will tour or Justin will tour and then we'll tour. We don't know. We're trying to figure it out. Exactly. They all have said it. Lance has said it. JC even came out in an interview and said it. Chris has alluded to it more than once. I mean, really the only one who hasn't confirmed it was JT, but I don't, I I feel like people are forgetting. They have all confirmed it. It's not, it's not not happening. (laughs) I know. I know. It's crazy. Like, do you understand that if Bethany and I are correct, that means that you get to see NSYNC live for the first time since 2002 or maybe the first time ever. We're all on the same team. There there should be no fighting. Like, what are you doing with your life? I don't get it. If NSYNC announces, if and when they announce their tour, they're still going to hate us, Leah. Like, that's just, oh, it I is know. what it is. I, I, they'll, they'll find a new reason. Like, it'll be, well, they they never should have shared what they knew. They never should have shared. Okay, my, my source told me it was okay to share. Like, so I don't know what to tell you. Um, also, I guess the guy shouldn't have said anything about the tour either then. Like, I don't, I don't know. They're always going to find a reason to hate. So I just, the last two to three months, I've had to get really thick skin. And uh, part of that is just knowing that there's hate, accepting it. And just not going to seek it out. Like, I do not go look for it. It's not good for my mental health. I just keep doing me. I get on my TikTok. I post my unhinged rants where I yell at the guys. And then I log off. (laughs) I mean, for the most part, people don't really post negative stuff on my TikTok. If they do, I just block them. Like, it's not a big deal. It's an immediate block, which I don't really have to do a ton but it's still an immediate block. But yeah, I, I don't know. And just I'm just doing me and enjoying life. Same girl. So I appreciate everyone who engages with my content. It just pushes it further out to more people. So exactly. thanks, girls. And let's get deeper into the concert. So okay. this set list was really amazing. I mean, oh. so many people were just freaking out. I mean, first of all, I feel like there's so many things we could get into here, but was there like one big song or moment of the concert that stands out to you the most where you were just like, that was the moment? I mean, Mirrors. I feel like Mirrors is always a moment. He ends with it. It's such a good song to end on. It was, everybody knew it was the last song. I mean, you could just feel, you could feel it from Justin. You knew it was the last song. Um, and I had a moment where like, anytime I hear that song, like I, that's, you know, kind of 
a moment I have with my husband and I, but he wasn't with me. He was, it was standing back. And so like I turned around and I did a heart at my husband and blew him a kiss and he did the same back. And it was just like a big, full emotional, like, how did I get here? What, what an amazing song mirrors will always be like a top three favorite song for me. It is just, it hits you in the feels and like everybody, I don't know. It was just electric. And I, I mean, I don't know. It was so good. And how did you feel about the new song, Selfish? So I don't I don't know. I'm interested to hear the whole song. So I'm not the best person to ask this question to yet because whenever I hear a song live for the first time, I just don't know how I feel about it. Sometimes I need to see it in the video. I need to like absorb it on the radio and I mean I like it it's a bop but like hearing it live for the first time it you know I just don't know I kind of want to get to know the words and see how he presents it I want to see like the mood for the song and because like cry me a river that song like it's dark and it's you know it's stalkerish and there's a vibe with it and then you have mirrors which is so full of love and the video is just so I'm like a person that needs to see how he's gonna package up the song but like all in all I I really like it it's a bop I I just I can't wait to kind of see how it gets packaged up for us yeah have you seen all of the imagery it looks very Wes Mm -hmm. Anderson it's a very specific look that he's going for I don't know if you saw that movie Asteroid City earlier this year but it is it looks like he was on the set of that, not literally, but similar aesthetic. Yeah, totally agree. And that's like, that is, that's part of the package. You know, I work in in marketing, specifically like product development and research. And like a big part of what I do is how do we portfolio, like how, how does this become a portfolio? How does it play in the portfolio? And for me, like his album six, like I'm, I'm struggling to connect the dots, but that's only because the full album hasn't been released yet. And it's like, it's just, I can't wait to see and hear the other songs, see the videos, see how it all comes together into the title. And I I really am just like, I, I can't wait to see this moment in his life. Who is he on this album? And that that's like what the song triggers for me is, okay, like what, what era is this for him? Maybe Taylor Swift is responsible for making me think this way. I don't know. Because like every one of her albums, it's like, who is she in this moment? Who is she in this era? And I love that way of thinking. And I can't wait to see what this era is for Justin. Cause man of the woods was very obvious. And then, you know, his, his previous albums, he has like a specific look, a specific vibe and it's a moment. Each each one of his albums is a moment. And I just, I'm looking forward to seeing who he is as a 42-year-old man. I think he's about to be 43. Is that right? Yeah. A 42-year-old man in his life. And he's a dad, a husband. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I really am looking forward to like seeing all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think that you're right. I think that Taylor Swift definitely, I mean, me personally, I'm obsessed with her, but I think in general, the effect that she's had on the culture is undeniable. And I think people are more focused on eras right now. But I also think that because Justin has always been, since his solo career began, 
he has always been the type of person to really take his time in between albums. He has been so successful basically his whole life that I don't think that he necessarily feels the pressure to, okay, got to get another single out, got to get another album out, got to stay relevant, okay. got to remind them who I am. I don't think he really cares about that. So I feel that he's releasing an album now because he wants to, I think, yeah. because of the public backlash that he has gotten in the past few years, specifically even the past six months, I think that a lot of people would either come out guns blazing and be like, fuck you all. I am going to do cry me a river part two, or they would hide, you know, they would hide from the world. And I'm really interested to see how he addresses the controversy that has been created around him because I do think some of it is of his own doing, but I also think some of it is completely not. And I I wonder, is he just going to give us like an album of bops, which would be fine and, and we would all, you know, dance <laughs> and sing and it would be, that would be great? Or is he yeah. really, is he going to get personal? Like, is he going to write songs like Cry Me a River where we know the exact situation? I mean, he didn't have to even put that actress that looked like Britney in the video. We knew what the hell he was, <laughs> you know, we knew, we knew. I think the Orpheum was for me a, a key indicator of what he's doing for me as a Memphian coming back and debuting his song for us so intimately he was leading with love it really felt like he was coming to us with love like hey i'm from here i've missed y'all like i just want one night with y'all and it just felt warm and i swear i mean you know it helped that i was so close to him but i've never seen him he was so happy. He was so happy to be home. And, uh, and so that's what I think is, and I mean, selfish is like, you know, it's about being, it's being in love. And, you know, it's, I, I, I don't know. I think that this is just, again, like the imagery, it's, you know, it's almost like a reverse, no strings attached vibe. So other, the imagery versus the song versus, the leading with love is like, you know, coming to the Orpheum and things like that. I'm just interested to see how he connects it all. And because I know he will, he does in every album. And you're yes. right. He doesn't just struggle to like come forward with like, just get another hit. Like he's, he's, he's like Beyonce. Like they, they come when they want to, they come when they're ready to say something and he's ready to say something. And it feels like he's leading with love. And um, I'm just, I'm really excited to see how he packages it up. Me too. And honestly, I like the song Selfish. I wouldn't say I'm crazy about it. I do like it. I am really interested in though, what I find more intriguing than any of the lyrics in Selfish is the title of the album, which is Everything I Thought It Was. Yeah. That title could mean so many things. Yeah. No. Was it? What did he think it was? And and what was it actually? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. You know, fun fact, you mentioned you're not really sure about. So I didn't like Sexy Back when I heard it for the first time. I actually hated it. It took me four or five listens to get it. And so I feel like selfish. The fact that I even liked it to begin with is is telling. But 
Yeah, I, I am. The title is very, I see, you see where I'm struggling because I just, I don't know how it's all going to come together. It's thought provoking though. Like even just yeah. that title, I'm like, ooh, because I feel like everybody can relate to that thinking mm-hmm. something is going to be one thing and then it turns out to be something completely different. And yeah. then the regret or whatever that goes along with that oh, I invested too much time into this or I trusted this person and I shouldn't have or I worked really hard for that and I I wasted my time, whatever it is. And I'm kind of in the minority. Uh, Like I have a very different opinion of Justin, I feel like, than most people because I still to this day, like I do not like the song Sexy Back. I do not get it. And I also like I find Timbaland overrated. Like I don't I also don't get it. Like I really don't. However, that doesn't mean that they haven't made great songs together that when they come on, I will dance and sing to them. But I feel like so many people, except for hardcore JT fans, hated his last album, Man of the Woods. And when that came out, you know, I was kind of upset that he didn't take the opportunity to when he was performing at the Super Bowl to either um, have Janet back or have NSYNC back. I mean, I thought like the Janet stuff is so controversial that I kind of can't blame him, especially because Janet did tell him. She actually came out and said that she told him not to say anything. And she also came out in a documentary that she did two years ago. And she said, Justin and I are friends. Like, please let this go. Like, she really doesn't want any hate. So like, I understand him not bringing her out as amazing as that would have been, but not bringing out in sync. I just felt like, didn't you see how awesome that moment was with Beyonce at bringing out Destiny's Child? Like, I get it. It's your moment. It's your show. But bring him out for one song or something. I mean, that would have been beyond. And I know so many people were disappointed and I was too. And I didn't even want to listen to the album and I didn't. But then when I heard all the hate that the album was getting, it really intrigued me because I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm pissed off at Justin. So I'll tell you if this album is bad. I won't be afraid to tell you that. So let me give it a listen and I will just assess this. <laughs> and I love, I think Man of the Woods is so good. It's not my, it's not my favorite of his albums. I mean, I love all of his albums, but I mean, it's, a, it's a song, like filthy. It was, oh, it was sick. It was so good. And then one of his favorite songs that uh, one of my favorite songs that he does is on that album. And that's young man mm-hmm. that he wrote for Silas. And I mean, it's just, it's how I feel about my boy. Like it was Aww. just such a little love note to your kid. And, um, and just like they recorded him saying dad, dad, and you can mm-hmm. hear him and like Jessica. And, and it just, it's such a good, ah, I wish that Man of the Woods got the credit that it deserved. I've I've heard the same thing. My personal favorite album is is probably the 2020 experience. I'm through and through like JT. Like I told you earlier, I wasn't really allowed to be a boy band chaser. Um, And by the time I got to college and I could like watch MTV and I could do whatever I wanted to do, which no hate to my parents. My parents are way cooler than they were when I was in like high school or whatever, like they're way more chill now. But when I went to college, like JT was my instinct replacement. He was like who I followed. And so like following him through, I think I went to college, like when he released future sex love sounds. And so it was just so edgy and yeah, I, I don't know. I've just, I've loved every moment of his career. I mean, there's definitely been some hard times and, you know, there's, there's some things that he's done that have been questionable, but like we've all, 
I'm glad nobody knows what I did in my 20s. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) But here's the thing. Can you imagine if you got on a roller coaster, Bethany, when you were 12 and it never stopped? Yeah. And you had like literally everything at your beck and call. Yep. And it was an emotional roller coaster. You have love and hate, love and hate. Like if I was experiencing what I'm experiencing on TikTok with just 44,000 followers as a 13-year-old boy. Nope. Uh, and then times 20 million. Like I I don't, I don't know how anybody comes out on the other side of that saying. And the fact that he's like, Dude, he's he's a man now. Like he's forty two, going on forty three. I think. I think my math is right there. So it's it just the fact that he's come out and on on this side of things. And I don't know. I just I'm really excited for this moment for him and just to see who he becomes. Me too. I'm really curious if because he did do the whole Memphis concert thing, and I just I love that it was free and that it was you know something you had to win or. You know, not all of us are Bethany. Not all of us get invited by the man himself. Um, But I just think he made it really special in a hometown thing. So then I'm thinking, will it be more like Man of the Woods? Because that was the whole thing is like, I'm going back to my roots. And, you know, because I was surprised people didn't like that because so many people have said, oh, he appropriates black culture and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not giving an opinion one way or the other on that. So please don't email me. I don't want to get into that discussion at all because – I'm not I'm not in this deep with Justin like in this way where I'm going to like super defend him or super not like I really don't want to. I respect both sides of that conversation. But I thought when he did Man of the Woods, he was like, "Okay, you're right. I'm white. I'm I'm, I'm a white boy from Memphis. I grew up in the woods and I'm a dad now, so I want to tell you about how I feel about that and I want to go home and wear my sweaters and my Timbal uh Timbaland boots." And that's it. And I'm going to wear my Timberland boots instead of working with Timberland. And I'm going to sing about my upbringing and stuff like that. And then people were like, he's over, he's done. And I'm like, but y'all were complaining before when he was kept doing the same stuff that he had always done. So then he he tried something new and then you hate that too. And I'm, I'm like, I was happy he tried something new because I actually really like the change in the sound. I mean, that song Montana. Yeah. That's a good song. So good. Like, honestly, I I really feel that people should give that album another chance because if I could give it a chance at the height of my, like, dislike for him and and turn around and actually be like, you know what? This song is good. I mean, this album is good, and I feel like the only reason people are hating on it is because he's not cool anymore, so to speak. Like, I'm not saying that as, like, my opinion, but, like, as far as his public image, like, there was a time when he was very cool and it was hip to, like, Justin Timberlake. And I feel like when this album was released, it was no longer cool to like him. So the whole thing shifted and it wasn't even really about the quality of the music as much as it was about, okay, we're all just going to go after him now. So that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, is he going to go back and make it more of, like, an R&B dance album? Or is he going to make it more like Man of the Woods? Or is it'll be... a combination or will it be a new direction? I'm so curious to see what he does. I hope and pray just like our conversation earlier where I was putting too much thought into the work that I was doing based on feedback I was hearing. I hope he just doesn't think too much about it and he does what feels good because man, like when he's in his element and I mean, he's from Memphis 
to say that he wouldn't be influenced by Memphis. I mean, when you hear him sing, you hear it. Like I'm influenced by Memphis. If I was going to be an artist, I would sing, I, I like, I would sing similar music. Like it's, it's just, I mean, you grow up with soul in Memphis. You grow up with, with like flavor and it's um, to just, you know, strip him of that, strip him of his roots. Like it's, um, so I hope and pray he just does what feels good. And, um, but it's also, you know, new and it's, it's reflective of like who he is now. Like, just like, I'm not going to think too much about what I post on TikTok. I mean, I'm going to think enough to like, you know, try to not offend or get canceled, but I I just hope he doesn't put too much thought into what people want to hear and just focus on like what feels good to him. You know what I mean? Yes, that's what I hope too. I hope that it's more driven by just his authentic direction within his own soul and not like, okay, let me do this because then the people that hate me will feel differently or let me do this because this is what's cool right now or let me work with this person because they're really popular. I hope it's none of that. I hope – honestly, I hope he took a page out of JC's book, you know, Mr. Artsy that just will not do anything that is – led by anything except his true authentic soul. I know that he said in an interview around the time that he was working on the K album, he said that his work was more story driven and Justin's work was more emotion driven. And I thought, Oh, that's so interesting. Like Justin will write off of like, okay, I, you know, I'm, I'm so in love with this woman right now and I have to write about it. I have to get it out. And and JC will write more from a place of, there's this story that I want to tell, you know, like hence the story of Kate. And I just thought that is so, there's so, that is like a mouthful. Like there are so many things that you could glean from that. And I just wonder where Justin is at emotionally. Like there are just so many different ways that this could go. And I think, you know, I think that we're all seated. I think we are seated and, Mm -hmm. and we are very curious about what, will transpire and um and I'm sure you know he'll be he'll be inviting you to the tour and that'd be amazing I would die (laughs) I mean I don't know I feel like he's gonna invite you backstage I'm gonna say that now on the record so that I can be manifesting (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah no if I got invited backstage that would be that would be a moment for me that that would replace my number four life moment, which is currently <laughs> Orpheum. <laughs> he he has to do a TikTok with you. Oh, uh, that would yeah. Um, there there's so many things. Or I mean, he if he said, "Do you want to go sweep the floors together?" Yes, I'll I'll go do that. Like it, <laughs> yeah. it, it just to you know be be with him is is so cool. And it, it just felt like you know at the Orpheum it was. Like I, I felt like we all did. We all like even people that were way further back. It was just it felt like the vibe that he was bringing to the table was grateful and loving and just happy to be there. Like and and that's what I pray he ch- has channeled into this album. Like I really, really pray that that's what this album is. And um, I mean, and if it's not, I'm I'm definitely gonna listen with an open ear. But I really feel like. Why else would he have led with a free concert at the Orpheum in his hometown? Like it just, that has to be the start of where his head is at right now. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I'm I really love that he did this to kind of kick everything off. I think it was the perfect way to yeah. do it, especially the fact that his biggest supporters and fans seem to get priority as well as people that lived in Memphis and yeah. people from Tennessee were getting priority over other people. I think it was a great way to do it because it really was a hometown show and he wanted to yeah. keep it intimate like that. And I think that was perfect. I have to say that I haven't seen Justin live since the Justified strip tour, but the song that I would have like went feral for because I genuinely think this song is one of the best songs of the past 20 years is Love Stoned. Did he do the whole like six minute version? I don't know if it was the full six minutes. I really don't remember. That whole night feels like a blur. I mean, every other song he did the full version of, so I, I can imagine he did the full version of Love Stone. It was, I mean, it was good. I do remember loving it. But yeah, he, I mean, he's just an icon. Like the, and, and I love, like, he leaned into the songs of his that are iconic. He gave us one newbie that, you know, nobody knows. And it was kind of interesting because when you're watching the videos of him singing Selfish, the crowd is quiet because we're listening. <laughs> we're absorbing. Every other song, I swear, everybody's video, you can hear me screaming. Every video is <laughs> constant scream. Like I might not get back invited back to the front row because I was just screaming the entire time. Um, like that's why we couldn't do this podcast until tonight because I had to get my voice back. <laughs> right. Last but not least, I want to talk about the other moment because I'm sure people thought when I when I was just saying I would have been feral when this happened. I'm sure they thought I was going to bring up the fact that he performed in sync songs, which is not usually the case. And so <laughs> Justin did Girlfriend and Gone. So but I mean, he, perf he performed, he really just danced to a DJ playing the tracks. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So he didn't, like he kind of sang a little bit, but it was, so there was a moment where it, it was the sweetest moment. I have a video on my TikTok um, of it where he, I didn't get the brother part, but he was like, my brother's here, Chris Kirkpatrick. And they pointed up and you could see Chris Kirkpatrick. And it was just a really beautiful moment. And then he played Gone and he just kind of danced and vibed with the crowd. And then he like got down into the crowd and they played a few other songs. And then they played Girlfriend and he like came, he like ran up to Johnny and me and kind of danced for a second and then ran away. There's videos of that moment too. But yeah, it was, it was a really cool little shout out to his brother. For me, him doing that was maybe a light, a light kind of way to say, hey, I haven't forgotten. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but wait, he did so he didn't sing the songs at all? Like they were just playing them? They were just playing them. He would kind of say, like he had a microphone, but they were just, the DJ was playing them. Okay, I have a request for Justin Timberlake. Can you please <laughs> recreate? <laughs> just because I know I have your attention because Bethany is here. So... <laughs> If if can we just get a recreation of you on the Pop Odyssey tour on the catwalk performing Gone because I think that was my sexual awakening at 11 years old. <laughs> oh, and, that's so and I'm a woman now, honey, and I want to see it again. <laughs> As someone who was there in the original day of InSync, a paying customer, I, that's my request. That's mm. all I'm saying. <laughs> well you know he also played they had like this entire dj section and it was really cool because he just vibed with the crowd 
And it was when they played two two NSYNC songs, and he would kind of sing over the record over the recording. But he also played No Angels, and at the time, I did not realize he was playing one of the other songs from his album. I mm-hmm. thought it was just like a random song that was like you know. So I wasn't really paying attention, and then I found out after they're like, "Dude, that's a new song," and I was like, "Holy crap, I missed it!" But fortunately, I've gone back and seen TikToks. That's another one that I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing like how it gets packaged up because he just played like a clip of it, not the whole thing. So yeah, it was, it was really a cool moment where people were like, Hey, you should bring the DJ back when you go on tour. That's kind of a cool little element. And cause the DJ also got us hyped up beforehand playing like early two thousands hot in here, you know, like really getting us, he knew the crowd he was playing to and it was great. Okay, so I'm so glad I could clear this up because I'm sure if I didn't realize this, other people listening might not realize this either. So I'm looking at the set list now, and now I can see that it is clearly divided. So I'm just going to run through for people. He performed in full voice, Sexy Back, Love Stoned, Like I Love You, My Love, Push Your Love Girl, Let's Stay Together, which was amazing. I saw that on TikTok as well. That's Mm -hmm. a cover of the classic Al Green song. Senorita, Summer Love, Rock Your Body, Suit and Tie, Holy Grail. That's a Jay-Z cover. And then Cry Me a River to finish out that set. And then it was JT and DJ Andrew Hypes. Andrew was playing a bunch of songs that are not Justin songs. So Carry Out by Timbaland, uh, Give It to Me yeah. by Timbaland, Signs by Snoop Dogg, Brand New by Pharrell, and then Gone and Girlfriend, and then No Angels, which is a snippet of a new song. And yeah. then the last section of the show was JT and the Tennessee Kids, which is like his band. And mm-hmm. then they did Selfish, the live debut. Until the end of time, what goes around comes around, which by the way, something that the people that have attacked me and Bethany when we've done nothing to you, it's just a little note. Maybe listen to that song again. Take it in. <laughs> um, <laughs> your man, your main man is is telling you the tea there, okay? What goes around comes around. And then, so he did perform Can't Stop the Feeling and Mirrors last but before that, he sung happy birthday to the iconic Lynn Harless, his mother. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was a really sweet moment. JT had where he was just talking about like being back at the Orpheum with his mom. His mom used to take him there. I mean, he was tearing up when he was talking about it. And her birthday was either that day or the next day. And so he had the crowd sing happy birthday to her. And then it played into Can't Stop the Feeling. So it was a really Aww. sweet moment. And he was he was like teary-eyed the whole time. Yes. For anyone who doesn't know, Lynn is a legend. She is mm-hmm. like not a stage mom because I don't think she ever forced him to do anything or anything like that. But she was like a positive stage mom. She was right there by his side. He was the youngest in NSYNC. He was 14 when they started. So obviously she wasn't just going to send him away, you know, and she was like the mom of the group as was Lance's mom because Lance was only 16. And Justin has always been like so vocal about his mom and how much he loves her and how close they are. And she was always there. Like she was in so many interviews and performances and she just has this very like kind of wild fun personality and just clearly just someone who 
you know that her kids are her, her whole world and just the support from her, he has just made it so clear and so evident that like he would not be where he is without her. And that's something that I've always really yes. admired about him and thought was really cool is how close he was, like unapologetically close with his mom, like matching cornrows with his mom. Like yes, I know. <laughs> so awesome. She's so supportive. Yeah. And she was there too. Like, just kind of walking at one point she walked past me and it took me a second and my heart like skipped a beat and then she was gone and I couldn't get a picture with her. Um, and I couldn't find her again after that until he sang happy birthday and pointed to exactly where she was. And then, and she was only a few hours behind me. And, but then after the show was over, there was no way I was going to find her. So, but yeah, it was a really sweet little moment. He cried a few times throughout the night and it was just, it was really beautiful. Yeah. It just seems very genuine and I know that the the people that can't stand him will say Leah he's just doing that to make you think that and make you feel that and he's not really like that and he's just wants to get everybody back on his side please don't dm me I don't want to argue about it I don't care I'm just happy that he was able to make so many of his fans happy because as much as he isn't my favorite member of the group, I think we all know who that is. I <laughs> am so happy for all the Justin girls and I'm just like, God, you guys are really living. You're I'm not at all jealous. Maybe I'm maybe I'm like 10% jealous that we're not getting like a <laughs> stadium JC tour this year or anything like that. But you know, that's not what my man wants. My man wants his quiet little life and we have to let him have that. So <laughs> I'm just like I because I posted on Twitter, I was like, us JC girls are fighting for our lives over here, but we're happy for you guys. <laughs> And so <laughs> I'm I'm just happy. Like, I still believe that in Sinkable Tour, it's just not going to be this year like we thought, but that's okay. And you never know when something can change. You never know when something, I mean, because there were things that I was 100% sure were happening that changed. And some of that was the strike. Some of that was other reasons. And it's like, you never know when things could change for the positive. You never know yeah. When you're yeah. going to get a message and it's going to be like, hey, guess what I just heard? Or guess what I just saw the email for? Or I just saw the yeah. whatever for. And uh, and I mean, I'm trying to manifest that. But ultimately, as much as I do want that tour to happen, it, I don't want to wait. But like I've waited so long. And I do think that it makes sense. It makes more sense that it would be in 2025 because of the uh, anniversary. So the... I honestly won't start genuinely getting like upset until like mid 2025, but I don't think that'll <laughs> like I don't think that'll happen because I think we will know by then and I think it yeah, will. That too. Even if they have to limit it cuz they were just going to do one big show. I'm like, okay, I don't think they're going to they're going to make it that small, but like even if their tour has to end up being limited like I heard some whispers about that it's not going to be like this huge excursion which sucks for is going to suck for a lot of people but like better than nothing right like even people that won't get to go they'll have the videos forever you know yeah even if they have to do like okay it's just going to be 10 dates or something like that I believe yeah. something like I do believe something will happen and people can feel however they want about any individual projects that the group does. But I know that all five of those guys love each other so much and that they yeah. see it as any success for an individual is a success for all of them. And that's a beautiful thing. So I'm happy for you, Justin Timberlake. If you could just, <laughs> if you could just give JC a call and you just tell him how much we love him and we're not pressuring him. 
we are not pressuring him to do anything. But <laughs> but if he gets into a certain mood, you know, we all get crazy now and then. And he wants yeah, to I- drop one of his mm-hmm. songs for free or something like that, you know, and not deal with a record label. I'm just saying, if anyone could convince him, it's you. So anyway, that's all I have to say. I'm done asking Justin for things. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh my gosh, Bethany, thank you so much for coming on tonight. I have had so much fun talking to you. I have to thank you again for reaching out to me and clearing the air and for everything and uh, it's so much better when women and everybody all people but I think especially there's a cattiness that's always talked about with women as as if we're like naturally catty or something and I think the tea is that we're not because we were two people that were being pitted against each other in this weird community of all different types of people but we all love the same thing and yeah instead of fighting, we decided to band together and become friends. And I'm so happy you let me know that you were here and we got to go out for drinks and have fun and make TikToks. It was so fun. And yeah, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you want to say about the concert or NSYNC or just any thoughts on on life? Now's your time. (laughs) Man, no, this is fun. I I agree. I'm so glad that we kind of came together and decided like, no, we're not going to let the world pit us against each other. We're going to be friends. And uh, I've been so grateful for your friendship over the last six months. Like it's been a lot and it's been nice to have a supportive ear, especially the last couple of months. So thank you for your friendship. I look forward to seeing where our worlds go together on this journey over the next year or two. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast and um, hopefully I I get invited to a JT show when he's in Memphis and I can come back on the podcast and tell you about it. Yes, it's gonna happen. <laughs> I can I can see it all happening. <laughs> it's gonna happen. So thank you so much again, Bethany. And thank you everybody for listening. I'm so sad the JC series is almost over, but clearly these five guys will be keeping us busy the rest of <laughs> the rest of our lives. It's never a dull moment with these guys. And I'm so happy I picked them to become obsessed with when I was eight years old. So thank you, yeah. NSYNC. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> Bethany. And uh, Justin, just think about those things that I requested. Anyway, anyway have a good one everybody i'll see you next time bye bye thank you so much for listening to the ashley and jessica cast i'm your host leah russo you can follow me on instagram and twitter at capria moon that's at c-a-p-r-i-a-m-o-o-n and follow the podcast at ashley and jessica cast on instagram and at ashley jessica cast on twitter Please let me know your thoughts on the show. I would absolutely love to hear Ashley and Jessicast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. See you next time.